You have to credit radio for its resilience. Over the last hundred years, the medium has adapted from the crystal set to the transistor to mobile devices and desktops via apps like Radio Player. February 13th marks the 10th anniversary of World Radio Day, proclaimed in 2011 by UNESCO. This year's theme is New World, New Radio, an ode to its resilience. Worldwide, it still remains the most consumed medium. The past year has been a challenging one for the Canadian industry on many fronts, but those on the front lines know that radio has also become a place to turn for connection. To mark World Radio Day, Broadcast Dialogue asked radio folks from coast to coast to share their thoughts. Kicking things off is sometimes some good news correspondent and Move 1015 Kelowna morning host Stephen Kepler. I think radio can survive and even thrive if we continue to push the envelope, if we continue to be innovative. We have to come to work hungry every single day. Something I love about my job is that I get paid to yammer onto a microphone and create literally anything. I get to I have the funnest job in the world and I don't take days for granted. I don't take breaks for granted. I don't throw away breaks. I have a lot of fun with this job. We need to bring the fun back into radio. That's how radio will survive, and that's how radio will have such a strong future. Happy World Radio Day, everybody. Stu Jeffries here, uh, morning show host at Boom 97.3 in Toronto. I work for Stingray. I love this day because uh, it gives me an opportunity to look back on my career in some 40-plus years. 41 years? Yeah. Since I started, 1979 in Yorkton, Saskatchewan at an AM station that was middle of the road during the day and rocked hard at night. <laughs> and I think about that all the time, how it started and where it's at. And I just love this industry so much still to this day. And particularly during a pandemic, uh, we have all discovered that um, we're essential. I don't know about you, but I've never been called essential for anything in my life. So to be able to supply a service that people need and to hear back from people saying things like, just to hear your voice makes things feel normal. Just to hear what you talk about, just to hear the music it makes me think that everything's going to be okay. And to carry that kind of power, um, you know, that is a kind of connection that only radio can offer. And I'm proud to be a part of that. It kind of makes me sad too when you see, you know, stations disappearing or stations grouped in with other stations and syndication, you know, a morning show based out of Toronto could also be broadcast in, you know, Alberta, Vancouver, whatever. So fewer opportunities for people to, you know, work on their shows and, and enjoy some success. That's certainly a little bit sad and also sad too. I mean, I was so fortunate to be able to come through this industry when AMs were still rocking, FMs were still relatively new, but then they got big and I was able to you know, take advantage of that, uh, you know, old school tape splicing and, and carts and vinyl and so happy and so proud that, that I was able to do all of that. Now there's no opportunities for anybody to come out of broadcasting school and maybe get on the air right away at an all night station in a small or a medium market because it's all voice track now. And there's, there's no human beings behind the mic. We sure like to see that change because there are people that want to do this. There are people that get excited and are passionate about this industry as I am. And, I sure like to see more of that. And I love what radio does and what radio means and that the death knell has been sounded for this business for years. 
Oh, my God. The album is out. No one's going to listen to radio. Oh, my God. Recordable cassettes. No one will listen to radio anymore. Oh, my God. The iPod. Oh, my God. Satellite radio. And yet here we are. Commercial radio. Bumped and bruised, certainly. Um, but still here. To many more World Radio Days to come. Hi, I'm Marcella Bernardo, the drive reporter for News 1130, a Rogers station based in Vancouver. I have been a radio fan since I was a child, listening to the music on road trips with my family. Fast forward to when I was in high school trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and realizing that maybe journalism is the path for me. And after graduating from BCIT in 1994, I have been pretty much working nonstop for 27 years in radio and loving almost every minute of it. It has been a passion of mine to be able to engage with people in the community and listening to music all my life, whether it's country or rock or pop or classical, it's always been something that's comforting to me. Then being able to be part of that radio family, you know, working in Kamloops in Vancouver and trying to make that connection with people that I used to make a connection with when I was a child, listening to the music and listening to the news coming across the airwaves. So it's been a joy for for me to be able to be part of that world for so many years, especially during this time with the pandemic that started more than a year ago, having that sense of connection with people when many of us are working from home and not able to talk about what's going on in the world and not able to connect with people. I felt like at least the one thing that I can do is report the news, be able to ask the questions that other people are, are wanting to be asked of the newsmakers. And if nothing else, this pandemic has shown me just how relevant radio is today when you hear all these stories about how radio isn't what people are going to be turning to in the future. I disagree. I do feel that now is the time where people are connecting on their radios and listening to whatever breaking news there is about the pandemic and just trying to escape. I hope that people will understand just how important it is to have that engagement every day, even if you're just driving in your car or listening to a podcast or whatever it is, to understand that the people behind that microphone are also wanting to connect with you. Happy World Radio Day. Hey, we're Griffin Caroline, uh, currently... Weekday mornings on Jack 92.9 in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Happy World Radio Day. Uh, Griff and I have been together, what, 13 years now? A lifetime. 13 years. We are basically a heritage morning show in Halifax. And a lot of people ask us, how did you last so long? And our answer is, no freaking clue. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Because radio is changing all the time. Staff are thrown out. New formats are brought in. New technology. But somehow we have survived. Oh, we've been down that road before. Uh, what was it now? Eight years ago that we mm-hmm. were a turf from a station that I had been at for a decade because of a format change. And we know it happens town to town, up and down the dial. But it still stings, doesn't it? It does. And, and technology is changing now. Uh, you know, we got into this business because we joke, we have faces for radio. Yeah, the anonymity it provided, <laughs> right? Nobody had to see this ugly mug. And all of a sudden, you've got to do all this social media. you got to be out there. It's it's a whole new ballgame. It's, it's bosses are pushing this down your throat. Uh, more videos, more social, more going online. How about Facebook Live? And yeah. we're like, we just want to come to work in a toque and sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, above all else, despite the fact that radio is very much changed, it still connects people, doesn't it? That's yeah. why they tune in. That's why yep. they watch our videos, because they feel a connection. And also, you still get it in the car. You still get it in your home. And now you can get it on your phone, on apps, and everywhere. We had a guy listening from his car in France the other day. He was listening on the wrong side of the road as well. (laughs) Anyway, World uh, Radio Day. We want to say thank you for Rogers uh, Sports and Media for rescuing us eight years ago, allowing us still to do this dog and pony show here in Halifax. Hi, I'm Andy Ross, Program Director with Harvard Broadcasting in Saskatoon and Regina. One thing that's always amazed me about radio is its effortless ability to be locally relevant and locally entertaining. Even before I got into radio, I remember in 1975 hearing on the radio about a local 1050 chum jock who was living on a Ferris wheel at the Canadian National Exhibition in Toronto. Well, I had to see this, and that's where I met Mike Cooper. And eight years later, when I was an op and a producer at CFTR, and Coop was doing afternoon drive there, I reminded him of that meeting. I remember radio being very relevant and important in 1997 during the flood of the century while I was with Chum in Winnipeg. And we threw all regular programming out the window for many days so that we could keep the public informed and to let them know that sandbaggers were needed in St. Adolphe and St. Agathe. A number of us announcers went to help Sandbag, and I remember we helped to save a few houses. During this COVID pandemic, it's somewhat ironic to see how listeners relied on radio early in the pandemic for crucial information. And now they turn to radio for entertainment and good news as somewhat of an escape from the daily pandemic news. Radio's ability to adapt and change, along with its effortless ability to be locally relevant and locally entertaining, have always been and will always be the keys to radio survival and success. Maligayang araw, hello. I'm Faith Fundal, host of CBC Radio's afternoon drive show Up to Speed in Winnipeg, Manitoba. The industry we work in is ever-changing. When I first started more than a decade ago, Journalists, producers, programmers, and technicians understood our context one way. But now, as we look at our practices and values, the lenses we have are very different. We're digging deep to discover whether we're reflecting the diversity of our audiences. And we transcend traditional terrestrial radio, now embracing the power of the Internet and mobile devices. CBC Radio-Canada's mandate is to reflect contemporary Canada, and content managers funded a podcast called They and Us, produced not from the Vancouver's or the Toronto's, but in Prince George, British Columbia. We share the stories of non-binary, queer, two-spirit, and gay people in a way that was relatable to people. It helped spark discussions both in and outside of our industry. And because of that, I can now proudly say that I use they-them pronouns, that I am a non-binary person, and that I work as a journalist. I am all of those things. As we fight and go through a global pandemic, people at the forefront of radio must think about connecting people in both the traditional and other ways we may not have ever thought about. Producing relevant radio needs to be top of mind, and we're now better appreciating that. So, on World Radio Day, I hope you can hear my excitement and encouragement for the future. Hi, I'm Dahlia. I've been a talk show host since 2013 and in media for about 15 years. was just laid off by Bell. I discovered a secret in radio that's helped me thrive. Local isn't what radio thinks it is. 
Sure, local can be a story about a local community center doing good, but local isn't a locale. It's a place deeply rooted in a universal truth that you and I feel. It's where we all connect. It's what has grown my shows. It's what has grown acts of kindness exponentially. It's what has grown my love for radio and pride in what we've done and will do. Local is connection. And we are all wired for connection, especially through the medium of radio. Hi, I'm Caroline Janius, and I'm president of Radio Connects. Can I tell you, I love radio, and not just because it's my job, but, you know, from the time I was a kid, God, when I would listen to the Friday night top 10 countdown, you know, just so that I could go to Sam's and get the 45, you know, that I put on my turntable, the little disc in the middle. But I know I drove my parents crazy when I insisted everybody in the house had to answer the phone. I listened to Chum because, you know, I had to win tickets to see the Bay City Rollers when they came to town. And yes, I've just dated myself. And yes, I was in that screaming mob of girls on Young Street when they finally did show up. And um, yeah, I was wearing plaid. I admit it. But the beautiful thing about radio, really, and what I love about radio was then and still true now. It's so satisfying that I can tune in anywhere and anytime. And I'm just instantly connected. I also love listening to stations when I visit different cities. You know, it's great that you can learn so much about a place you're visiting just by listening to the local station. You know, you get that instant connection and the feeling of a place you get instantaneously and just how different it sounds, yet at the same time, how similar we all are. And I tell you, if this unprecedented times has taught us anything, it's how important those connections are. Um, You know, throughout this massive disruption, this COVID, radio, honestly, it didn't miss a beat. DJs and on-air talent, I mean, they turned their world upside down on a dime and they started broadcasting from their homes. You know, it didn't matter if it was in the basement or a bedroom or even if they're still back at the studio where the teams were separated by stand booths. I mean, they made it work and they made it work for advertisers too. And listeners really appreciated that normalcy of radio because they wanted to hear the facts versus the hype and what was going on with this virus and what we're supposed to do to be kept safe and how to stop the spread and quite frankly, what was open and, and what wasn't. You know, it's it's probably that radio's heart is what I love the most. You know, even when these radio stations across Canada were basically losing their shirts because of the loss of ad revenue, you know, it didn't stop them from doing what they do best and supporting their local communities and the people on the front lines and those who kept things moving. You know, whether they're donating or fundraising for food banks or encouraging people to buy local. I mean, radio gave millions of dollars uh, to local businesses in free ad campaigns. They helped them with e-commerce or they set up community pages letting listeners know what businesses are open and how you can shop there. And, you know, really throughout this entire year that we've been living through, radio has really kept us connected and kept us in touch with Love and Ireland. You know, how can you not love and celebrate that? So happy World Radio Day, everybody. Our thanks to Stephen Kepler, Stu Jeffries, Marcella Bernardo, Griff Henderson and Caroline Parker, Andy Ross, Faith Fundal, Dahlia Kurtz, and Carolyn Giannis. For Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, I'm Connie Teeson. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud.
I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.